So, Dave, uh, this this will be the first episode we've ever done where a dog's not going to yeah. possibly bark I in know. the middle of the show. I know, and I'm kind of sad. Yeah, you, you know. hated that dog. I didn't yeah. like Ivy, but... You feel guilty now, don't I do, you? I do. Yeah. I, um, why don't you tell everybody what happened to Ivy? Because well, that she, was one of the reasons we didn't do a show last week. Yeah, she had a... Uh, she had a, a growth in her abdomen yeah. that was like the size of a baseball. It was inside of her spleen. Mm. And the doctor told us she had like three days to live. And if it burst, she would have died a painful, horrible death. Yeah. So we really didn't have much choice. We had to put her down. Yeah. And and it was it was one of the hardest things I've ever done in my life. Yeah. I, this yeah. My first dog. I've never had a, a pet mm-hmm. before. And, uh, you know, I got to say, I was... You're just a blubbering. Were you married? Devastated. Mary Tyler Moore snorty crying? I was a devastated. Yeah. And, you know, I got calls from... Like Fred Winston called me. I posted a picture of Ivy and mm-hmm. said she had passed away. And he called me and made me feel better. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I have hundreds of people on mm-hmm. Facebook who were giving me, you know, good and, vibes and messages. And, and, you, and you've got a really good support system, like, like your mom. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So... <laughs> So we were we went over to my mom's house for dinner uh the day she died the day Ivy died and uh you know Johnny my middle son is just you know that was shattered yeah 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 and my my mom's like oh well you know <laughs> dog's gone pass the peas yeah, you yeah. know it totally <laughs> didn't get it at all well did she say something like i think the way you told me i don't know look on the bright side you don't have to like clean up anymore oh, after yeah. or something yeah. oh god yes there was a lot of look on the bright side for her you know and, and last night we well she went, hated she she did she, not get along she wouldn't come into the house yeah. because of the dog which is you know one of the reasons we got the dog um but you know last night so she we doesn't were, listen to the podcast is oh, that what you're absolutely saying? not last night we were at our house again we go on wednesday nights and uh, she, you know, she asked if we're going to get another dog, and I said, "Yeah, we're probably going to." And she goes, "Why would you do that? Why would you get another dog?" Yeah. Like, well, because we like dogs. <laughs> well, I think I told you. I know I told you. Um, like my dad, he was he came from a big dog family, right? Um, he was actually raised by dog. Was he? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, he said that whenever one of their dogs died, like the next day, they'd go get another dog. Yeah, wow. which <laughs> I do think the grieving process should probably be a little longer right. than twelve hours. But yeah. the, the next thing they would do is just get. They, well, that's yeah. No. Anyway, no. so that's that's what we've been going through here at this uh, house. Uh, Minutia Men though is is back and it's up next. But first, listen to this other fine old pie show. What do you get when you hear a, a celebrity Minutia Men interview, Dave? You will get Mark Cuban and Anthony Scaramucci, Cousin Oliver from the Brady Bunch, and the bully from the Christmas Story. Yes. The voice of Siri, and she shed Cheryl. My God, it list goes on. So you'll get Minutia, Celebrity Minutia Men interview, a Tony Lasano podcast. Go to opieshows.com or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast. An Opie production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Minutia Man with Rick and Dave. So, what are you looking for? What are you looking for in a dog? Is I don't of, know. Uh, <laughs> I think I still need some time. You know, Bridget and I were going to go to Ireland at the end of uh, May. So you don't want to? You don't want to get? Uh, yeah. For we'll that. wait till this right, summer sometime right. and get a dog. But. Uh, 
yeah, I, you know, I miss somebody following me around all the time mm. and wagging their tail when I come home. You know, I just don't get that from the boys or from my w- wife. Bridget's not. No. <laughs> Believe it or not, she does not wag her tail when I come in. Uh, well, yeah, I know Wes. So Michelle has been another reason why we didn't do the show last week is Michelle had COVID. Right. right. And I didn't want to bring COVID into that. Wouldn't that have been your best buddy, Dave, after you put the dog down the next day you all get COVID? Um, and um, so Wes, I mean, it's been, and the twins are in um, Palm Desert visiting grandpa and grandma. Oh, okay. So this was actually going to be our week that we didn't have any kids and we were, okay. gonna, you know, we were going to stay up till like 1030. <laughs> you know? and, uh, and she's in the basement, you know, with kid COVID world. So it's just me and Wes. Okay. And just, uh, just hanging out. And he just loves me. Yeah. And, I got to say, you look pretty happy too. Well, Is uh, it, you know, no, I mean, no. I, I okay. would have, I would have, Oh, that's right. We're recording. No, I would have definitely preferred that, you know, she would not have been banished to of the course of course because i got all my stuff in the basement right that's <laughs> so where I move yeah. everything up is yeah. she shipping our stuff now is yeah she, okay right. that's good right so all these people that aren't getting their books it's her fault okay good so, well we have yeah uh, we got a lot to yeah, do let's, let's let's get cooking um rick i'm not a doctor yes but it appears and again i'm not a pharmacologist you're okay. pretty close <laughs> well, i was i think that there are certain substances that you shouldn't mix did you know that i didn't well a New York man who thought he was re- rescuing his neighbor's dog from a blazing house fire last week ran into a little bit of a snag. Okay. The house was not on fire. <laughs> that's, okay. that's, that is a snag. <laughs> Michael Orchard, 53, of Half Moon, is charged with second-degree burglary and third-degree criminal mischief. You know what? Why do they say criminal mischief? Yeah. That seems like you're just kind of... It's like, uh, I was just dabbling, right? Yeah. Uh, in a Thursday night incident, and according to News Channel 13 in Albany... State troopers told the station he's being held in lieu of $15,000 in bond after hallucinating after mixing LSD and cough syrup earlier this afternoon, earlier that afternoon. Neighbors told the station that Orchard ran from door to door in their housing development, (laughs) screaming about a fire. And when no one responded to the imaginary fire, he drove his BMW through a fence, broke into the house through the back door went inside and pulled the family's large white dog out of the house. Well, you know, he may be super duper high, but he's got good instincts. <laughs> he does have good instincts. And troopers found him standing outside with a dog in his arm, cradling him. So it was really... Yeah, he's a, it's a, it's a good nice guy. imaginary. Um, he did not face a drug charge because no illegal substances were found in his possession. And because he drove through yards yeah. instead of the street, there's you can't... Get oh. charged with driving under the influence. Really? Right. There's so. a little loophole. But there are a couple of quotes here, which I think you're going to enjoy. Okay. All right. Um, and it's, I think, again, this this is America. Okay. Right. USA, USA. In an interview with WALB TV in Albany, Dr. Ernest Bronheim, professor of pharmacology, said that the severe hallucinations were probably caused by the mixture of dextromorphophan which is from the cough medicine, yeah. and lysergic acid from the LSD. Now, I'm no genius, but I really think we should not be blaming the cough medicine. <laughs> right? I think if you're going to go it on a percentage basis, well, that well, would be about 1%. Well, I, I, I'm imagining the bottle of Robitussin's going, what the hell did I do? <laughs> the guy had a cough. I'm just trying to help. It's that guy that's the fault. Here's a quote from Francine, uh, name redacted. I think that's Swedish. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Francine name redacted said Michael was always mixing his acid with different stuff and it didn't always work out so well. Again, I think we're missing the fact that it's the LSD is the likely culprit in these incidences, right? I think if he didn't mix it at all, the reaction would have been pretty similar. Right. Uh, just a guess. I know. Having never taken well, LSD. Right. Dude, Dimatab, not Robitussin. <laughs> and finally, another neighbor, Patsy Fleer, said, I feel sorry for Michael. He was really gentle with that dog. There's no dog. No, there was a real dog. Right. Uh, okay. There was no fire. Okay, that's right. There was no that's fire. Right. That's right. Uh, that's... He's still a hero. <laughs> if there were a fire, he would be a hero. His instincts are to be a hero. So we you're should right. tip there our cap a, you're, right, you're right. There, there was a dog. All right. Well, I have a story for you that uh, comes from Portugal. Oh. You know, we have a friend that lives there now, Brent Peterson, who actually is... Has, Podcaster. He's got a very successful... Um, on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Yeah, Destination Eat Drink. It's a great show. It is. Um, he sent me a, a picture of some vegan mayo that he that purchased in Portugal. Okay. Would you like to know what the name of the vegan mayo is? Vegan mayo. Um, in Portugal, I don't speak Portuguese, but no. Yeah, sure. Tell me. what Vagina. <laughs> so this got me to thinking yeah. about, you know, other products that are, are named badly. Oh, sure. Based on, you know, translations, mm -hmm. but they don't really take like into the, account what other... Like, didn't the Etzel mean don't go or something? Or I no, think the Nova. Uh, that's right. The Nova, Nova right, 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 meant right, don't right, right, go. Right. But uh, I found lots of other juicy okay. ones. Mm -hmm. You want to hear some of sure, these? Sure. Now, a lot of our listeners don't realize, although Dave hasn't mentioned it in at least two or three episodes, mm -hmm. that he has a master's degree mm -hmm. in advertising. So maybe you can help me come up with names for these products and then I'll tell you what name they came up okay, with. Sure, okay, sure, sure. Um, the uh, a diet chocolate came out okay. in 1981. Okay, what would you call a diet chocolate? Well, I think it's. I think what what year? 81. Gee, is it AIDS? Maybe <laughs> it, it is AIDS. <laughs> I remember okay. that one. Timing is everything on that one. <laughs> yeah. All right, here's one: a Delaware-based biotech company that sells thin layer chromatology plates. Okay, what is that? I don't know. Okay. Delaware Chromatology yep. Blade. They're called Anal Tech. <laughs> anal Tech. Okay. All right. Okay. A popular soda from Ghana, which means very good cola. In, I mean, I speak... Ghana, I, th I think they speak French in Ghana. Uh -huh. um, I don't know. P-Cola. 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 P-E-E. Cola. Okay, that's not a good name. All right. Australia's most popular ice cream is called Golden Gay Time Ice Cream. Okay. Uh, there is a sauce in Ghana. We'll go back to Ghana again. Allegedly very delicious. That's called Shito Sauce. <laughs> okay. Um, in Finland, if you want to buy a big bag of chips, mm -hmm. go right in the store and ask for Mega Pussy. Mega <laughs> Pussy is the name for a big bag of chips. In Australia, the repellent used by the Armed Forces of Australia is called Whack Off. <laughs> Finnish bread, Juicy Pussy. <laughs> what is, really? Juicy Pussy. What yeah. was the What was the other? Mega Pussy. Uh, okay. All right. Are they I, competitors? Wait. I, I don't know. I don't know why. And in Jamaica, the uh, most popular flavored soup mix is called Cock. <laughs> okay. So... 
That's uh, just a well. There's a bread. There's a bread here called Bimbo, right? I think it's Bimbo, but it's spelled Bimbo. Well, I think these are worse. Yeah, these are worse. All right. Any reviews? Yeah, this comes from Woody Malley, um, who's on Apple Podcasts. Do yourself a favor and listen to the show on your commute. Timely, topical, and terrific. Ooh, great celebrity interviews. That is alliteration. That was nice. That's very nice. And and no misspellings. Good job, Woody Malley. No okay. typos in the... Yeah, uh, if you like Minutia Men or Minutia Men Celebrity Interview or other show, you can check out some of the other great programs on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Mm-hmm. For instance, Destination Eat Destination Drink. Destination Eat Drink, right. about it. Right. And pick out your favorite new show at opishows.com. Remember, opi is hippo backwards, O-P-P-I-H shows.com. Mm-hmm. So that's your first place to go. Radio Misfits is another place to go. I'll tell you, just before we get to this next segment... Very sad to hear about Gilbert Gottfried yeah. passing away yeah. this week because Gilbert Gottfried had the best he podcast. He had a great podcast. Right? It's called the Amazing Colossal Podcast. I, I had no idea it was, I mean, he was battling some bad and shit. Muscular yeah, uh, yeah. dystrophy. Yeah. I did not know that. All right, it's time for another feature. Time now for Studio Walls. And the words of the prophets were written on the studio walls. So this is the part of the show where you can get uh, 40 years of uh, Rick and Dave material that uh, fits into the time of year it is. Uh, So this week, over our 40 years, Mm -hmm. some things come up, and I like to bring them up here in the Studio Wall segment, and then Dave gets to pick. Mm -hmm. And by the way, if you don't agree with Dave's choice... Yeah, just... It's on my blog. Go to rickkemper.blogspot.com. There are links to everything I'm about to mention. Just click right on them. Why don't you do a poll? Can you? Are you physically capable of doing yeah, a it's poll? It's a lot of work. Right. Yeah, it's right. a lot of work. All right. So here are some of the ones that he said no to. April twelfth, eighteen ninety two. Cubs and Cardinals played their first game against each other. You know what? I'm just going to give you a little FYI. Yeah. The word Cubs. I'm probably you're never going to say yeah, yes. unless it's some horrible tragedy. Okay, I'm well, I had good audio that would tie into that. April 12th would have been David Cassidy's birthday. Mm-hmm. He passed away. We had a fellow Partridge family member, Danny Bonaducci, mm-hmm. on. He talked about Cassidy. Dave said no. Uh, April 12th is also uh, Tiny Tim's birthday. Mm-hmm. And uh, Leo DeRocher and Lou Boudreaux once discussed Tiny, Tiny Tim in a DeRocher in the dugout, but that has the word Cubs in it, doesn't it? That one, actually, I think that would be okay. Okay, good, because it's right here. This is DeRocher in the dugout, brought to you by the Vienna Sausage Manufacturing Company. Hi, everybody. Lou Boudreaux here with manager Leo DeRocher of the Chicago Cubs. Leo, I understand that you're a great fan of Tiny Tim's. Oh, the fuck f- yourself. Who asked you who I'm a great fan of? <laughs> <laughs> that Leo DeRocher seems like such a great guy, doesn't he? <laughs> I wanted to play because it was short. Yeah. Uh, April 13th, 2014, Dave was on WGN TV Morning Show talking about mm, the pothole no. store. This is my busy signal, or busy season now. So it was. It, it's also now. in 1990 this week. Rico Suave peaked mm-hmm. on the Billboard charts. We talked to Gerardo, the singer of that mm-hmm. song. Dave said no. Two of our guests had birthday this week. Summer Crockett Moore, mm-hmm. and she was a uh, uh, an actress and a producer. Mm-hmm. And also Janine Carlton, who's a stunt woman. Mm-hmm. Both of the, those ladies were excellent interviews. Dave said, yeah, no. happy birthday, but yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, Pothole Song debuted yeah. this week. A song and number that, one, I believe, right? And that's uh, it's out there on YouTube if you mm-hmm. want to go see it. And turning down the chance to play the Abraham Lincoln poem once again, 
April 15th, I am not 1865, a I, yeah. Abraham Lincoln is assassinated by John Wilkes Booth. Dave's 1974 poem correctly identifies Booth as surely not a Lincoln yeah, fan. Yeah. And we could have played that. No, you know what? We could have played it. Only six times a year do we play it, all right? I don't want to. All right. Know. Well, this is what he said yes to. It's also uh, David Letterman's birthday mm-hmm. this week. And we had his good friend Tom Dreesen on the show, and we talked about his relationship with uh, David Letterman. I'd like to play that for you sure. right now. Uh, you know, a lot of people uh, know you uh, also from your many appearances on the David Letterman show when he had his show at various different shows. And you and David go way back. Um, how did you meet him? And, and do you still talk to him today? Do you, how, what's that relationship like? I talked to him yesterday for two hours. Oh, okay. <laughs> we, we talk on the phone. When he had his, his show, we would talk for like five, ten minutes catching up. But not, and, and, and I did his show about 50 times. Right. And, oh, wow. um, and uh, so we'd, we'd always go to dinner afterward when I'd go to New York. But how I met him, I was, you know, n- new out on the West Coast. The comedy team had just split up. And in 1975, uh, you know, I, I came off stage one night and there was this redheaded guy with a beard and he had a beard, old red pickup truck that he drove from Indianapolis with. <laughs> and he said, I sure enjoyed your show, Mr. Dreesen, you know, <laughs> so you're set, you know. So I, I, you know, I'm very uh, outgoing and, and uh, you know, extroverted. So I said, to him, hey, no kidding. What's your name? Dave, Dave Letterman. Where are you from, Dave? Indianapolis. And so I immediately start talking sports, you know. Indianapolis, let me ask you something. Who did you root for as a baseball team when you were going? I went, took it to him. Had I realized he was such a private person, you know, when I when I first met him, I didn't know what a you know private guy was, and I took it to him. And so, the next day I saw him, hey, what are you doing? And before you know it, I invited him to go play racquetball with me, and then we started playing basketball together. And by the time I realized that he was really very private, it was too late, we were already friends. You know? <laughs> that's, oh, that's great. Had I, had I known that he was that shy and private, I probably would have respected that, and not, not, but I'm so extroverted, I just kept taking it to him. And we became the best of friends, and are to this day, um, you know, he. I, I'm so proud of him and all he's accomplished in his career. Yeah, he's done pretty good. Uh, I went with him the first night that he uh, hosted the Tonight Show. You know, I, wow. I was in the wings and, and and watched him do it the first time. And um, he, he he's just a, a great friend. And there isn't anything that I wouldn't do for him. And I know that same. He has the same feeling for me. Um, could could, could you we, tell him that the the beard's got to go though? I mean, <laughs> I like the beard. Uh, do you? Yeah, yeah, I do like the beard. Uh, you know, I, it makes him look like twenty years older. I think that's just you know. I I, I love so, David Letterman. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, well, what? I I asked him the other day. I, I, you know, you're not doing stand up anymore. So why don't you become Santa Claus at Macy's? <laughs> That's uh, Tom Dreesen yeah. talking about his buddy David Letterman. Big Cub fan, Tom Dreesen. He is. He is. He got the Every Cub Ever book. You know, that's another guy we should get back on because he, he has an unlimited number mm-hmm. of stories. I'd like to talk to him again. He was just, I think he was just in Chicago performing at the, I don't know. I just saw it. Okay. Him on, on, he well, call. he didn't go. We still have a lot more stuff coming up. Tell me, uh, give me a quick description um, of what your next story is. Uh, Hitler and the Homeless. 
Okay. It's a great TV show okay. starting. <laughs> I've got uh, a skunk pig in a car. Okay. Skunk Which pig in another a car. Great, another great <laughs> and, book of short And story. then we also have a great celebrity story okay. uh, that was sent in by a listener named Alex Patterson. Uh, we'll get to that and, and so much more. So much more after this. So, Lou, what's the deal with horsepower? I mean, we don't use horses anymore. Well, we like horses, and that's how it started, so these are our new ponies. At least we're living in the golden age of horsepower and doing our best to enjoy it like we do on the Car Guys Report and Formed Automotive. I'm Mark Vernon. I'm Lou Costable. Join us for the Car Guys Report, a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. You really think you can feed like 700 horses, Mark? And we're back. Rick and Dave get email, electronic mail, in an electronic bag, or inbox. Rick and Dave email. Rick and Dave email. Just a short one from a previous guest of ours, Sherman Dilla Thomas, mm-hmm. uh, who we had on. Remember the TikTok star who talked about history? Mm-hmm. He's throwing out the first pitch at the legendary Jackie Robinson game. Uh, for F, the White Sox. That guaranteed right? Yeah. He just said, what an absolute honor, go Sox. Mm-hmm. Boy, so. that, kid, that kid's making good. Yeah, he really is. He's everywhere these yeah. days. Um, Rick, the following story, I think, pretty much has everything that the Minutia Men editorial board looks for. In okay. okay. I, can't, I can't wait. Yeah, we got Hitler yeah. in this one. Yeah. We've got tone-deaf politicians from the South. Uh-huh. And we've got lots of stupid people nodding their heads in agreement. Okay. okay. Can I play the jingle? Yes, please do. Okay. Alert. Alert. Dave, you've already told this story on a previous episode of Minutia Men. That's the end of the alert. End of alert. Alert over. <laughs> we got a whole new batch of jingles, huh? Actually, that's not the one I meant to click. That's a good one, though. Play it is. Play the right one. Can All right, here it is. Did Dave really find another story about Nazis? Another one? Yes, he did. Headline out of Tennessee. Well, actually, it's headline out of the world. Tennessee state senator offers Hitler as inspiration to the home. <laughs> I cannot wait. How this a, ten- a Tennessee state senator on Wednesday used Adolf Hitler as an example of inspiration and hope for the homeless during a speech on the floor of the state's upper chamber. Okay. Tennessee state senator Frank Nicely. And it's actually, well, actually, I think it's nicely. Although yeah. I'm going to call it nicely because yeah. he he's nicely. also, by the way, he's the guy who one of the guys that sponsored the Obama birth birtherism. Yeah. I mean, he was okay. one of these guys that, you know, whatever. So what nicely said, yeah, he made remarks on the Senate floor during a debate on a bill to make camping or solicit, uh, soliciting along state highways a misdemeanor because of the homeless people were okay. hanging out there. Nicely said that he was going to give his fellow lawmakers a history lesson at... I, Oh can I can God. I do a foghorn leghorn maybe? Sure. That's a huge history relation. Uh, adding that in 1910, Hitler took to the streets and practiced his oratory and his people skills. Okay. Uh-huh. Hitler decided to live on the streets for a while. So for two years, for, for, for two years, Hitler lived on the streets and practiced oratory and his body language and how to connect with the masses. And then he went on to lead a life that got him into the history books. Wow. Right. So, um, so, wow. And he continues. So for a lot of these people, it's not a dead end. They can come out of this, <laughs> these homeless camps and have a productive life. Right. Okay. You could so. kill 6 million people <laughs> if you just put your mind to it. And like, 
thirty percent of the the GOP in Tennessee all like clapped. Wow. Um, I have a vivid image of Hitler. Yeah. You know, walking the streets of Vienna in like the early 1900s, 1910, just practicing his. How was that? Was that good? You know, what about the a little go- more eigen, a little less out. <laughs> right. Wait, how's this goose step? Is the, are, are the are the legs too high? What is it? I just love the how he said. Yeah, he practiced. He practiced yeah. his oratory and yeah, his exactly. facial expressions while being homeless. Yeah, because if you're on the south side of Vienna, one thing works. If you're on the north side of Vienna, you got to try a whole different approach. Yeah, I mean, he's beta testing. Exactly. Well, he was beta testing, yeah? <laughs> Good. Wow. Yeah, that, you know, here's a tip for all politicians. Just don't talk about Hitler. Just don't talk about him. <laughs> right. Just don't bring it up. Because yeah. if you do, you're going to be on this show. <laughs> yeah. All right, I've got a story that uh, takes place in Arizona. The Yavapai County, Arizona Sheriff's Office said that a deputy was called to Cornville neighborhood. It's a neighborhood in that county yeah. uh, on the report of a javelina which is an animal i've never heard of but it's also known as a skunk pig and i saw the picture of it mm-hmm. it's a pig okay it's, a, it's a, like uh, a wild like a boar sure. right it was trapped inside a subaru station wagon okay so now how does this happen yeah right the deputy learned that the vehicle's rear hatch had been left open okay. and they had left a bag of cheetos in the okay. in the soup everybody knows javelinas love <laughs> I mean, cheetos it's like a it's like a javelina trap <laughs> yeah. so the javelina hopped in of course and got uh, the cheetos yeah. and started eating them but while the javelina is messing around he activates the hatch close okay so he's in the so he's right. trapped right well that's just the beginning because now he's trying to escape hmm. right he's probably he's like uh oh so he's ramming into the side doors he's hmm. trying to do whatever he can and he, so he's big right i mean he's like well he's uh, he's a big like yeah 300 pounds maybe 200 pounds something like that yeah. yeah he accidentally puts the car in neutral mm-hmm. as he's moving around mm-hmm. and the car starts moving mm-hmm. it starts driving down the driveway and crashes into a tree uh, the jan- that's what happened to the javelina. The deputy got there, saw this sure. skunk pigs. Where was this, Arizona? Arizona. Good- what the hell's going on here? <laughs> well, that sounds a lot like your Tennessee voice. <laughs> I said, I said, I said, I said javelina, what's what, what, what going on here? So he opened the vehicle's rear hatch. The javelina escaped unscathed. Yeah. The car, however, did have damage to mm-hmm. the dashboard and the interior of the passenger side door. And thanks to the Cheetos, mm-hmm. we now have a skunk pig running around with an orange face. Right. Because I saw the picture, his face was covered with Cheeto right. juice. So I think we can definitely find that javelina. I mean, the the javelina who's guilty of this. I think we can find like, it. Whatever. Yeah, I- yeah. Misdemeanor you know, mischief. You know, I would imagine that that javelina is still a better draw. I'm not going to. I was no, going to make a racist joke. Don't and I was do it. Do that. The Subaru slogan, by the way, is driven by what's inside. That's okay. that's the slogan. And in this case, that's it was an orange face skunk pig. All right. That's my little uh, story about uh, wildlife. That's our wildlife that was report. Our from the nature. Yeah. Test. It's time for this. A random name pulled out of Rurik's bowl of brushes with celebrities. Mixture. Collection. Selection. Assemblage. Medley. Assortment. Variety. Time now for Celebrity Potpourri with Rick and Dave. So I'm going to say, I'm guaranteeing that you're going to like this celebrity story, okay? (laughs) Does it have Hitler? You have have not seen this, but I, this is from Alex Patterson, and as I go through this, you'll see that he's exactly the same age as Mm -hmm. us, all right? 
Um, it starts off this way. Are you still taking celebrity stories for your podcast? Why, yes, are we? we? Are. <laughs> yeah, yes, we are. If so, I've got one. In 1985, I went to visit my grandparents in New York. My grandfather was a huge Gershwin fan, so he insisted on taking me to see Porgy and Bess on Broadway. Oh, that... Right. Well, you could do worse than that. I was 22 at the time and wasn't interested in going at all, but I didn't pay for the ticket, so I went. And it's Grandpa. You're visiting yeah. Grandpa. You're not going to... Exactly. When we got the playbill, I got excited because playing the role of the policeman... I don't know if that's a big role or not. I've I never seen Porgy and Bess. Uh, playing the role of the policeman was Larry Storch from F Troop. I don't remember anything about the performance, but I remember we went out for a bite to eat after the show. And who walks into the restaurant? Larry Storch. I gasped when he walked in and pointed. Larry saw me do that and walked over to say hello. I introduced him to my grandfather, who clearly didn't know who no he idea. was. Yeah, so sure. I tried to tell him about F Troop. And when Grandpa still didn't seem to there know. There were Indians. There were these wacky Indians. And... The Indians were usually Jewish. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm not sure why. Sid Caesar is an Indian. <laughs> uh, Larry started to list off a bunch of movies he was in with Tony Curtis. And then as an afterthought, he said, I was also the voice of Mr. Whoopi in Tennessee Tuxedo. Now, I didn't know that. No, did I you know that? No, I love Tennessee Tuxedo. Well, neither, James didn't know, or whatever his name, Alex didn't know that either. He said, even I didn't know that. It blew me away. <laughs> I explained to Grandpa that Tennessee Tuxedo was voiced by Don, Don Adams because I knew that he loved Get Smart. Missed it by that much. <laughs> and when Grandpa showed recognition, Larry said, Don Adams is my best friend since childhood. Oh, did they? they I didn't know that either. Right. So after that, he went to go eat, and he later sent over an autographed paper placemat, which says, best wishes, Phineas J. Whoopi. (laughs) Phineas J. Whoopi. (laughs) And I still have it to this day. Now that... That is a great... That is is your... Again, the gold... what, What did we have... The, what was last the week? Gold standard. Yeah. Well, last week was a gold yeah, standard. This one's too. platinum. Right. Yeah. This. Yeah. One, yeah. This is plutonium. So it, it made me go look up some Tennessee tuxedo. Oh. I'd like to play just a little sure. sh- uh, small clip. Here we go. Tell me, Mister Whoopi. Yes. Why are fish well educated? Why, naturally, because they travel in schools. <laughs> Kids, back in the 60s, that was the best comedy you could possibly get. For I your... loved that cartoon when I was a kid. Oh, I know. Uh, Did you? you? Oh, my God. Well, I love Don Adams' uh, Get Smart, my yeah. God. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Would you believe? Would you believe? 16 so, Cub Scouts. Top that story, ladies and gentlemen. Um, yeah, Alex has laid down the gauntlet. Yes. All right. So uh, we have another show. We talk about this occasionally. It's called Minutia Men Celebrity Interview. And a lot of these clips that we play from old interviews is from that other podcast. That's cross-promoting content, right? That's right. And this week we have uh, the son of Jim Peterick on as a guest. And I just listened to the podcast this morning. It's it was really, a great It was a great interview. Fun. Yeah. We also play his song, his mm-hmm. his new song, and you'll hear the guy has got talent. Mm-hmm. He's got musical talent. Well, he comes from a pretty good lineage. He, he does, and we talk about what it's like growing up with a dad I who's want, a rock star. I and wonder if Jim stuff. Peter. Hey, you know, when I wrote uh, uh, the "I Had the Tiger," <laughs> past the potatoes. Yeah, probably. Anyway, go check it out. Minutia Men Celebrity Interview. You can comment on our Minutia Men Instagram page, Minutia Men Official, which is. Uh, Stalled. Which is now run by? Is it? Aren't you running? It <laughs> I'm now? running it now. I just saw Sean walk by the studio. So yeah, he's he, home for the Easter weekend. Okay, yeah, and so, he's 
he's fired still. Uh, but please follow the page. Uh, mm-hmm. Make yeah. him feel a little better. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's for, it for him. It's that. Do it for him. Last time I checked, I think we're up to eighty six. Yeah, yeah, it's embarrassing. <laughs> Uh, you can also contact us on uh, Twitter at Minutiaman. You can email us at Podcast at gmail.com. You can check out our publishing company at Cards Press. That's where mm-hmm. the email from uh, Mr. Patterson came this week. You can follow along with 40 Years of Rick and Dave to go to my blog, rickkemfer.blogspot.com, and there's an email link there if you'd like to send something to us. And we have to thank people because we have we this show is a shell of a show yeah. without the there's so many people that we need. To oh, the that. executive producer of the show, for instance, Tony Lasana with OpiShows.com. Opi his hippo backwards. O p p i h shows dot com. We're distributed by Ed Silla with Radio Misfits, and everybody knows that Great Talk Radio isn't dead. So you know Ed, Just, Ed Silla, he distributes all these. Yeah. D- does he do it personally? I mean, there's, yeah. there's, yeah, he goes uh, and puts it house. into your phone. Every, uh, uh-huh. like all these houses and stuff. That's why he's so tired all the time. Um, uh, Great Talk Radio has just moved to a better place, which is radiomisfits.com. And we'll be back again next week with a brand new episode of No Shaman. The proceeding was a presentation of Opi Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Opi Productions. Tony, can you shut up? All right, Adam, what uh, country are you from? I am from England. What is the best soccer league in the entire world? The English Premier League. What is your day job? Director of coaching for Illinois Youth Soccer. So if you were, say, a fan of English Premier League and you wanted to hear the, the opinions of someone who is from England, who knows a lot of soccer... What podcast would you tell people they need to listen to? Free Kicks with Adam and Rick. And that's on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Free Kicks, a Tony Lasano podcast, an Opie show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. RadioMisfits.com. Radio Misfits.com.